Welcome to the Van Hack Podcast, the podcast for tech talent that wants to get hired abroad. Good. We are back. Welcome again. We are in our third or fourth presentation of the day, and we are so excited because I know that you already know everything about the Canadian market. Now you probably know how to ask yourself, like, how can I be part of this exciting industry, right? Like, so a lot of you commenting, like, I want to live in Canada. I want to go. What I have to do, right? I am currently living in Calgary, and I can tell you Canada is a country full of opportunities, with unique cultures and a piece of personal advice, don't let the cold scare you, okay? Yeah, it's a really nice place to be. And the good news is that tech talent like you have access to incredible government programs that will help you to relocate easily to Canada when you receive a job offer from a Canadian company. That's why I invited two incredible speakers to share all you need to know about the requirements for a work permit in Canada and the best relocation practices. We know that navigating bureaucracy involved to moving abroad is never simple. I know it myself. And we want you to understand how this process works and what do you need to be prepared for this big step of moving to Canada. So let me quickly introduce our speakers. Today we have Tati Cortez, who is the Global Mobility Specialist here at Bancac. She's a relocation specialist, CERC accredited and has over 10 years of experience working with people either in human resources or international study work advising. We also have Asha Ragusar, who is a certified immigration consultant at Banhack, specializing in work permits and LMAs for the global talent industry. So thank you so much. We are also having a, a surprise, right, Tati and Asha? We are having two Banhackers who will join us for the session to share their experience so you can ask and hear how is every single step from the other side, like from someone who has gone through it. So it's contact time that the Asha, the stage is all yours. Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. We are going to walk you through the work permit and relocation processes to come to Canada. Today, I am here with Asia Raguzar, one of our immigration consultants. You can see us here. Hello. And we are going to talk about the hiring process at VanHack. So um, we are going to have a team of recruiters to help you during the hiring process. And we, the Global Mobility Team, will enter as soon as you sign your job offer. We are going to do this follow-up with you from the beginning until you relocate to Canada. And after, if you need us, we are always available to answer your questions. ASA is going to give you details about the Global Talent Stream. This is the program we use to bring you as a foreign worker majority of the times. So she's going to walk you through LMIA. What is this? Work permit, how it works, uh, national occupation classification, uh, the official job system in Canada, what are the required documents for you to apply for your work permit and for your family, how we support those ones with spouse and children, what are the costs, 
what, uh, what is the relocation support we provide and some tips on that for you. And we are bringing two special guests, two van hackers who are in Canada and passed this entire process. So keep, stay here with us and wait until you hear from them how was the experience. And we will end up opening for questions and answers. Courage. It's very important to be brave, to explore a new country, to come overseas. Uh, courage is the ability to do something dangerous or to face pain or opposition without showing fear. So this is going to be important for you, starting a new job with a Canadian company. This is going to be important for your spouse to explore other culture and for your kids. But just courage is not enough. Courage is going to move your forward, motivation as well. But you need to research. You need to know where you are going to land. You need to know how things work over here, what will be the costs, the challenges, and prepare your family members. So um, IRCC uh, released uh, this month what is going to be the plan thinking about next year until 2025. So Immigration Refugees Canadian Citizenship says that for the next year, they are expecting to bring 465,000 uh, permanent residents to Canada. So can Canada wants you, especially you that, you that are a skilled uh, foreign worker, a tech professional. This country needs people up to half million of new permanent residents until 2025. This is a reality check for you to see that it's possible. And what to expect from Canada? Politeness, people here are polite. They will respect you. They will respect the difference. Um, diversity, you can see from the picture on the slide, you can see from myself and Asia, we are not the traditional um, white, the Caucasian, Canadian, right? Um, respect, as I said, and opportunities. So job opportunities, opportunity for your children to grow. Uh, they will have access to free, to public school here in Canada. Good education for your spouse as well. Just going to the next slide. So what is Von Heck's Von Heck responsibility on that? So from the moment you sign that job offer, we are going to offer free immigration consultancy. So our team of immigration consultants will be here to support the company and to support you with the work permit application. Follow up from the moment you sign the job offer. General guidelines on preparation for arrival. We have city guides. We can tell you how to prepare for the Canadian border after arrival. What are the documents you need to apply for? Um, we have partnership with housing service company with realtors, uh, majority in Toronto, the realtors, but we are coming up with news for Calgary and Winnipeg. And you, what is your uh, responsibility on that? So I would like to highlight research one more time you need to know where you are going to live the weather taxes cost of living um,
everything you need to prepare before, especially if you have teenagers, okay, they are going to face a new school, new friends, new environment. Uh, save money, get your passport if you don't have one already. And after your job offer, gather your documents and prepare for the relocation. Now I'm going to pass the stage to Asia to talk about the global talent stream. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tati. Um, welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. So what is the global talent stream? The global talent stream, also known as GTS, is essentially a fast track immigration program that was implemented in 2017 to help streamline tech specialists coming into Canada for work. Um, it was Canada's answer to um, an economy that was facing quite a shortage of skilled workers. It was designed to prioritize and expedite the normally lengthy process of work permit applications and help Canadian employers fill specialized occupations in the engineering and tech industry. The global talent stream is divided into two steps. Um, so at VanHack, we initially help the Canadian employer obtain an LMIA, uh, known as a labor market impact assessment. This document helps the Canadian employer hire a foreign worker. So it's basically um, the Canadian government uh, allowing them to hire a Canadian foreign worker. Um, sorry, foreign worker. <laughs> uh, after they obtain this document, um, we assist the candidate, so yourself, in obtaining a work permit application. The LMIA is usually takes several months to prepare, submit, and process. However, with the global talent stream, it's been reduced to a very short and quick um, process with steps being removed to help Canadian employers quickly bring specialized talent into Canada. With the work permit application, we assist you um, from beginning to end in preparing all of your documents, knowing what you need and how to prepare you so that as soon as the LMIA is approved, you're ready to go for the submission part. Um, I'm not sure how to skip to the next slide. Sorry, Tati, you might need to help me, thanks. All right, so to recap the global talent stream process and timeline, the first step is obtaining the LMIA. This is a two to three, a two to three week process um, in order for us to help prepare, uh, submit and have the application processed. Once the LMIA is approved, we're gonna assist candidates in uh, submitting their work permit application, as well as the applications for their dependent family members. Once the application is submitted, it can take anywhere between one to three months for an approval. Initially, the global talent stream was designed to be a very, very streamlined process uh, with a, a, a two-week processing time. However, due to unforeseen delays, um, you know, uh, quite a bit of applications being submitted with the COVID crisis that happened, um, you know, there has been slightly lengthier processing times, but in comparison to what a normal work permit processing time is, it's still fairly fast. So once your work permit is approved, you're going to get the passport request. The passport request, um, once you submit your passports for processing, it'll take around seven to 10 business days for you to get back with the travel documents. At this point, VanHack will be helping you one-on-one -on -one with the relocation side of things, preparing you for your arrival, um, what, what documents you need to bring with you uh, to the airport, how to, um, you know, make your resettlement into Canada much easier and, uh, you know, uh, uh, 
a better experience for you in general. So yeah, so once we help prepare you with that, then you're going to get obtain your work permit at the border once you arrive in Canada. And that is when your time in Canada will begin as a temporary foreign worker. So what are NOC codes? NOC codes are, um, you know, the National Occupation Classification. It helps to, it's basically a database that was designed by the Canadian government to organize and classify occupations. IRCC uses this database um, to organize and classify occupations, and um, it tells them which code is related to which position title, what are the duties of that position, what are the required training, and uh, what are the baseline salaries for that uh, position. Baseline salaries differ from province to province. So depending on where you will be working out of, your baseline salary will be different. So as you can see here, we have the updated NOC codes that were just uh, released on November 16th, the position titles, um, and what the baseline salary for Vancouver and Toronto regions are. Of course, um, you know, you might be relocating to a different area and VanHack will be working closely with your employer and yourself to help determine what the right um, code is for you. Awesome. So next uh, thing uh, that we're going to take a look at is what are, what are the required documents for the work permit application? Um, first and foremost, you're going to need a valid passport for the duration of your stay in Canada. So you're going to be staying for anywhere between two to three years. So please make sure that your passports for yourself and dependent family members are valid for that time period. If you are married, you're going to need your marriage certificate. If you have a common law relationship, you're going to need proof for that relationship. Common law partner is determined as someone who has been residing with you at the same address for the period of one year at least. So proofs include tenancy agreements, um, perhaps you uh, and your partner are in each, each other's insurance documents, um, perhaps you have a common law um, certificate from the country that you reside in. So we can use these proofs to um, submit to the Canadian immigration to uh, to acknowledge that you can, um, you are in a common law relationship. If you have children, you will need to submit birth certificates for them. Um, depending on the country that you'll be arriving from and where you reside in, you might need an upfront medical exam. You will also need proof of qualifications. So the proof of qualifications uh, include reference letters, um, proof of payment, contracts from previous employers, that you've worked with. We like to go back for a period of three to five years, preferably, and that will help strengthen your application. You will also need an updated resume, as well as police clearance certificates, depending on the country that you will be arriving from. Um, so depending on your situation, your family circumstances, employment background, we will help give you a specialized checklist um, and prepare you from uh, start to finish revising your documents with you to make sure that the application that you submit is complete and correct. Um, please make sure that all of the documents that you submit in your application are translated by a certified translator. So if you are including a document, whether that's a payslip or a birth certificate, if it's not in English, it will need to be translated. So who is a family member? Um, who are the dependent members that you can bring with you to Canada? So that is your spouse, your common law partner, um, and your children. So uh, children can be biological, adopted, or step. 
your spouse and your common law partner will be eligible for open work permits for the duration of your stay in Canada. So between two to three years, they will obtain an open work permit. Your children who are over five years old will be eligible for study permits and your children under five years old will be eligible for visitor visas. So we will help prepare documents for your family members, revise them and submit them so that you can all travel as a family and stay together for the duration of your work in Canada. So um, taking a look at the fees and costs of the work permit application, we have 155 Canadian dollars for the main applicant. We have 255 Canadian dollars for the spouse. That includes the open work permit and the open work permit holder fee. Study permits for children um, over five and under 18 are 150 Canadian dollars and visitor visas for children uh, under five are 100 Canadian dollars. Biometric fees for one person is $85 and for two or more people, it's 170 Canadian dollars. Keep in mind that only family members who are over 18 years old will need to submit biometrics. Um, you know, the fees and costs of your relocation will vary depending on the amount of translations you need, upfront medical exams for all family members. Um, you know, perhaps you're traveling with a pet. There's going to be requirements such as vaccinations and um, other costs, um, as well as relocation costs such as, you know, your rent, your flight and other things that will make a, a difference in how much your overall uh, cost of travel will end up being. So I'm going to pass it back to Tatiani to let you know what VanHack does to assist with the relocation side of things. Thank you, Asya. So VanHack is a third party in this process. Okay, We are going to help you to find that great job opportunity, but we are not your human resources or your hiring company. So I'm trying to tell this to you to also think about um, these extra costs when you are negotiating your salary your offer okay we are going to prepare you for interviews and um, give you assistance on that side but everything is overwhelming you are stressed about that um, job search think also about this relocation process okay it's reasonable to negotiate flight ticket for example or one month of temporary accommodation or health insurance some provinces will only be able to conclude your health insurance application after three months. So once you land in Canada, three months later, in some provinces, we will only be obtaining that health insurance coverage. Um, first month of rent. So these are reasonable fees for you to bring to the table. Okay, VanHack is going to provide you information. As I mentioned before, we have relocation guides. We'll be here following up, assisting you. If you have any questions, you can come to us. We do have partners, uh, but we are not going to be able to do everything for you, especially in terms of uh, costs. We are providing the immigration consultancy, which is a big, important part on this process. And now we are going to invite our two great van hackers who are available to come here and share the experience with you. Anderson and Shrikant, and the team can bring them to stage now if they are available. Hi, Tati. Awesome. Hello, Shrikant. Hi, Anderson. Hi, Shrikant. 
Hi Tachi, hi Asia. Awesome. So um, thank you for joining us today, Anderson and Shrikant. Um, I'm going to give you guys the floor to uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Give the guests an intro on, um, you know, your position, your, uh, you know, arrival into Canada, who you are, your family members. Um, so go, go, uh, go ahead. Okay, thank you. Uh, so my name is Anderson Madeira. I work as a software engineer. Uh, for a company in North Vancouver, uh, Greater Vancouver area. I moved to Canada with my wife and two beautiful girls. Uh, they are one and three years old. Um, and I live here in West Munster. And I've been in Canada for five months. Okay, hi. Uh, this is Srikant Taluri. Uh, I work as a quality engineering tech lead uh, in Sign-In Enterprise, it was formerly Traction Guest. So we recently relocated to Canada from India. So I live with my wife and two boys. So we all came together to Canada. Um, it's a uh, We live in a city called Port Coquitlam. It's in the greater Vancouver area. Uh, so far, it's been a wonderful experience here. Yep. Over to you, Teddy. Awesome. And thank you for that, Anderson and Shrikant. And I'd like you now to share how the experience with uh, the immigration and relocation process were for you with Van Heck. How was this experience during these steps we just explained? So uh, the experience was pretty smooth uh, and less complicated than I imagined. I believe it's because I had a lot of support and information throughout the process from Bunhack uh, on the documents I needed to, to collect and where and how to get each document. Um, everyone was very approachable. I had their email contacts. I was reaching out to them like constantly, asking questions, getting answers. Um, and yeah, I had also uh, a lot of template files teaching me how to write the letters and um, like giving a lot of answers to commonly uh, asked questions. And that was maybe the main reason why the process was so smooth and very helpful. Yeah, I can go next. Yeah, in my case, the, the whole process took around six to eight months. Uh, yeah, in, in this whole process, um, yeah, the, 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 I really appreciate the uh, the guidance from uh, Van Hack team, especially Asia at that point, uh, because she explained me very well where we started from, uh, the time taken for LMIA, it was like very long. Until then, we could not submit my application. So um, she guided me to uh, go for upfront medicals like because the, the the medical appointment and biometrics appointments these were taking time for me uh, yeah so far uh, without that guidance i mean it would have taken a uh, long time much longer so overall the the, the google drive uh, documents uh, or application forms shared by the van hack team uh, they, they really helped in uh, Focusing on the point. So, so yeah. Uh, th thank you, team. 
Awesome. I'm, I'm really glad you both had a pleasant experience. Um, you know, at VanHack, we do do our best to assist from start to end. So as Anderson said, the, the templates and um, Shrikant uh, mentioning that, you know, we, we let you know what you need to do um, to help expedite it as much as possible. Um, because some things are out of our control, like IRCC processing timelines, but what we can do is help you organize what you need to do so that you're ready to go as soon as possible once the LMI is approved. Um, so guys, how was the relocation process for your family members who traveled with you? And um, how have they adapted and resettled now? Um, how has your experience been with the family, traveling with family? Well, they are very happy, <laughs> mainly because you in BC, uh, in, in Greater Vancouver, we have uh, lots, of, lots of parks and uh, outdoor family activities, especially during summer. So there's always something to do, especially for kids. Um, and uh, the community is very uh, family friendly. We have a lot of uh, uh, family activities going on in the community. Uh, you can sign up for uh, like very various kinds of activities going on. Um, and the flight to Canada was uh, better than I imagined because we have young kids. So I thought it would be more problematic, but then they were enjoying the trip all the time. I think with uh, young kids is um, better because they usually adapt very fast. So they are learning everything and they find joy in everything so it's really it's really fast for them to adapt and to uh, adapt to a new circumstance yeah thanks Anderson so let me add my perspective there so uh, I have uh, two boys 13 and 9 so uh, the elder one is too old uh, to leave back, uh, the, the things the, the bondings that, that he formed back in India uh, younger one is like confused. Okay, what what is happening around me? But uh, I think with, with everything that that has been happening over the past uh, four or five months here, uh, the, the, yeah, they're, they're a pretty happy bunch. So my kids spend a lot of time uh, on the computers for the because of the COVID. But after coming here, uh, they started enjoying the library. So my younger one's room is completely filled with books. And yeah, we, we got bicycles and uh, we enjoyed the rides in summer. Uh, I, I was skeptical about the whole relocation process. But uh, I think we, we, we got enough help from uh, the team members that, that uh, from my current team and Tati uh, has been really helpful for, uh, with, with all the tips with respect to the insurance uh, that we have to get for the first few months uh, because we don't know right what is going to come our way uh, especially with the kids and yeah new geography so yeah awesome. so far it's been wonderful one Thank you, Shrikant. Could you please elaborate a little bit on how was the, um, the school registration for your kids? How was the schooling process for them? Uh, it was pretty straightforward because I had to call the, yeah, there is something called school district here uh, for each area uh, or 
couple of areas and the, when i contacted them they asked me to apply online with the documentation like uh, study permit and then uh, passport and birth certificate based on the age of the kids yeah they got the grades like 8th grade and 4th grade they are going to 8th grade and 4th grade so yeah it's pretty straightforward uh, they uh, nothing more but people suggested me to get uh, the vaccination report as well yeah that it never yeah i was never asked okay. and now if you could please share tip or tips for the audience those ones that are still looking for the job still uh, in the beginning of the research what would be um, your tip for our public I think the I believe the first uh, important thing would be to do a lot of research on uh, your personal preferences, where you want to live, uh, what uh, circumstances you tolerate. Uh, for example, the weather here in Canada, uh, we have a we might have a very different weather than uh, your original country. So, for example, let's say you come from a hot country and you're moving to Canada, you might want to prefer uh, a warmer place to live because here we have the West Coast and the East Coast. So, let's say if you love winter, <laughs> you can easily go to the East Coast of Canada. But if you don't like winter too much uh, and you like summer, you like... Uh, uh, beaches and etc. You can go to the West Coast, which is warmer. So know your preferences first uh, regarding the place you want to live and mainly the climate, the weather. Uh, and second, uh, research a lot about the cost of living. So uh, the cities that have the, the best cost of living that you're looking for. So uh, most affordable cities, uh, depending on your situation, if you have a family, for example, you might spend more money because you have, let's say, four or three members of your family. So uh, cost of living will like will be a good part in the math of when coming to Canada. And uh, also uh, when, and this is the third tip, I guess, uh, when, be, when during the interview, the company will give you enough time to ask questions do that ask a bunch of questions because you might you will you need to know the company so the more questions you ask the more you will know the company and the more comfortable you will be to make the decision to accept the job, the job offer and to uh, be part of the company part of the culture so you got to know the culture know the company know the uh, where you're going to work. Uh, so, and then the, the last uh, tip would be uh, the negotiation. So you got to make sure you have a salary that's enough for the city or place you're going to live. So let's say the city, you want to, for, you want to move to a certain city that's very, very uh, expensive to live but you want to go there anyway. So if you really want to go there, like at any costs, then you got to make sure your salary 
is enough to live in that city. Yep, Anderson pretty much covered uh, most of it. Uh, so I would say for the job seeker to start with, uh, keep, keep, keep your profile up to date and skill up yourself to start with uh, and, and keep applying the jobs on one van hack. So they will contact you uh, when the profile is up to date. So once you move here, there are some tips I can uh, give from my experience. Like, so as a newcomer, it's not easy to get a, a rental place without reference, good references. So use your uh, HR uh, or your one of your colleague like manager, manager's reference. Yeah, without which uh, many people would back out uh, to let out their home to newcomers like us. Yeah, so if you are moving to Vancouver, invest on an umbrella, get an umbrella. It rains a lot here. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Thanks. So uh, sorry, sorry, Shrikan, for you. Still no, no, sharing? yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much, Anderson Shrikan, for joining us today. Um, those are really helpful tips. As Anderson said, getting to know the area that you're going to be relocating to, uh, cost of living, uh, the climate, uh, getting to know the company, the culture before relocating, super important. And as Srikant said, get an umbrella ready because Canada can be cold and rainy. So it's good to prepare for that. Um, so we're going to move on to uh, the question and answer period with me and Tati. Thank you again, um, Srikant and Anderson, for joining us today. It was really helpful. So there's one question there. Has any work permit application from a candidate not approved after they are offered a job? Um, I can tell you our rate of approval is really high. Uh, of course, we can work depending on the documentation you provide to us, okay? If you provide all the required documents um, we need to apply for your work permit, uh, likely you'll get that result um, positive, but it depends on the Canadian government, okay? I've been with VanHack since 2019. Um, I can tell you I've seen like two, three refuses based on the lack of documentation, okay? But even though if there's still something we can do, we will try to revert that result. The other good thing about the global talent stream, sorry, just to step in here, is that um, you know you're given an opportunity to to submit additional documents or explain a situation to the um, immigration officer before um, most most oftentimes before an, a refusal is ever issued, if ever. Okay, so if we get a job um, for Toronto, <clears throat> is it possible to move to another city in Canada like Vancouver? Um, so before, uh, it was easier to live in a different uh, province uh, than the one that you are, you know, um, supposed to be employed in or where your employer is located. The only condition was that uh, you cannot work in an office. Uh, legally, you cannot work in an office other than the one de uh, determined on your LMIA. 
That being said, um, now we highly recommend if you are going to be living in a province other than the one where your um, employer is located, that you notify us so that we can contact ESDC and let them know and have that noted on the LMIA. Um, that way, in the future, if you decide to um, you know, apply for permanent residency, um, there will be less difficulty for you. For how long is the work permit issue and what happens when it expires, if so? So as we mentioned, uh, it could be for two or three years. It, depend on, it will depend on your LMIA. And I also saw another question in the big chat asking, when is the LMIA applied for? So the LMIA is applied after you sign the job offer. They ask before or after signing? After. First step, sign job offer. Company and VanHack works on LMIA. Once LMIA uh, result is available, we apply for your work permit. And what happens when it expires, if so? So your work permit will begin once you land in Canada. So on your arrival date, the border officer will issue your work permit with that date. Okay, only when you enter Canada, you receive your work permit. So is it important to get a bachelor's diploma to get a work permit? So with the global talent stream, a majority of the positions uh, do not actually require education um, for, the, for the work permit application. So the benefit of this program is it's <clears throat> mainly based on your previous work experience. So if you do have education in your field, such as, you know, a bachelor's, a master's, if you even have certificates in, um, you know, a, a tech related certificate, it will definitely be a great bonus. However, um, for majority of the positions, it is not a requirement. And if it is a requirement, we will uh, notify you at the start of the process. You know, the recruitment team, the immigration team is well versed with the requirements of positions. So if it is a requirement, we would let you know as soon as possible. Do we have time for more question? Yeah. Uh, can I work on other projects besides the company that granted me a work visa? I think we would need more elaboration on that. Um, what do you mean? Maybe hypothesis? If oh, sorry, Asia, just to finish. Here. If you are still overseas and you'd like to work, um, you still have your employer, you are not working for that hiring company remotely yet. If you are legally allowed to work in your country, you can continue there. Once you are in Canada, though, under the work permit with your Canadian hiring company, you must work for uh, that company in Canada because your work permit will be linked to that employer. So you are supposed to work for that company. I say, if you would like to complete, please, you are the immigration consultant. No, 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 exactly what you were saying. So inside of Canada, you will be given a closed work permit. So you are restricted to the employer that, um, you know, you are being hired with. Um, that being said, your spouse will have an open work permit. They are flexible to you know, change employers' positions without there being any issues. But inside of Canada, you cannot work for anyone other than your employer. 
if I lose my job, what will happen to my work visa? What will the consequences be for me and my family? So this is a, um, you know, a, a very important question with, you know, um, the change in the, you know, e e economy, um, you know, s situations like this do come up. So if you were to lose your um, position in the company before your arrival into Canada, my suggestion to you would be to hold off on your arrival um, because as long as you do not have a relationship with a Canadian employer, a valid job offer, there is no reason for your entry into Canada as your entry into Canada was specifically for work purposes with that employer. Um, if you were to lose your position while you were in Canada, after you have arrived, um, you can continue to remain in Canada for the duration of your stay. That being said, you cannot work for any employer still until you obtain a new work permit and that Canadian employer will most likely need uh, an LMIA as well. There are certain positions that are you know, uh, LMIA exempt, but most likely the employer will need a LMIA and you will need a new work permit. And um, if Van Hack assists you with finding the new position, we will assist you with changing your position and your um, conditions on your work permit to help you get working as soon as possible. Um, I am a freelance developer. I want to apply for a job in Canada. If I get a job and when I apply for PR, does the con Canadian government consider freelance experience? Asia, with you, please. Um, so freelance experience, I'm uh, assuming that you know, you had your own company, perhaps. So with any um, permanent residency application, of course, you would need to meet with your consultant. Um, you would have to go through the specifics of your previous uh, employment, um, you know, in detail. And once you share the specifics, um, your consultant will be able to give you a better, uh, better opinion. So as of now, um, what I can say for this question is that freelance experience, um, it can count with, um, you know, if you have the proof, um, the, the adequate proof. But again, this is case by case. And, and I highly suggest working closely with an immigration consultant to help give you um, a better answer depending on your situation. Awesome. So our team is saying that it's the end of our Q&A session and our entire session. It was a pleasure to be here. I hope you liked all the information we shared and the Van Hack team will be here if you have any questions during the, um, the um, search, the job search process. Thank, thank you, you Daddy, thank you, Asha. <laughs> thank you also, Anderson, as your friend, for, for being here and share all everything about how was the smooth process, right? I hope now it's clear for everyone how the work permit process will like when you get hired by a Canadian company. Also, I want to say something, Bill have my marketing team, and it's we want to thank you, Asia and Tati, for the amazing pictures of bank hackers mm -hmm. relocating that we received. I am sure the whole community loves to see those pictures and sees how this is real and motivates them uh, to be the next one relocating, right? Like type in the chat if you want to be the next one. <laughs> so thank you everyone for joining us today. Our next session and the last one for the day is about to start and I want you to get this job offer to get your Canadian work permit. 
the first step is to take care of your profile and job hunting strategies. Join me and join Cecilia to get some insights in this session why I am not getting any interviews. I will see you there in a minute. Thanks for listening to the Van Hack Podcast. Make sure to create your account at vanhack.com to access jobs that are hiring from abroad.